stuff. I'm going spinning on the merry-go-round. I'm going spinning on the merry-go-round. Yeah, I'm the best spinner in this whole town. I'm spinning on the merry-go-round. <laughs> I'm hanging on the monkey bars. Just hanging on the monkey bars. Just hanging right here, not getting very far. I'm hanging on the monkey bars. Welcome to episode 214 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I am your host, Mike Mason. This is the show where we get to know the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. And on today's show, I talk to Ian Hummel from the Shazbots. And the Shazbots, I should tell you, and this is... You know, I didn't write this, so I don't want to take too much credit for it, but I couldn't think of a better way to really sum up who they are and what they do. But the Shazbots are an intergalactic rock band, and they're champions of music, art, and all things creative, and they want to blast off for adventure in their space Winnebago. Yeah. And that song you just heard is called On the Playground, and it's from their brand new album, Light Speed. And if you liked what you heard, and I know you did, you can hear it at the very end of this episode. For all of those episodes, the past episodes I'm talking about, go to goodstuffpod.com. It's on the internet. Yep, the internet. You can also find me on social media, the at symbol goodstuffpod. If you want to reach me, if you want to email me, if you want to, you want my personal email where I will respond and say, Anything that you want, really, basically, uh, you know, questions, answers, food-related, really anything, it's mike at goodstuffpod.com. Thanks. Love to hear from you. Truly, you got good stuff? Drop me a line. Would love to hear it. Would love to talk about it. Would love to talk to you about it. Yeah, you. Exactly. You who has your thumb just like a centimeter from pushing the skip ahead 15 seconds thing. I know who you are. Please don't skip ahead. Please, please. There's some work that I put into this, you know. Please don't skip ahead. Here's Ian Hummel from the Shazbots. Check it out, and we'll talk to you at the end of the show. go it is this has been in the works folks there's been a lot of back and forth there's been some (laughs) some things that have happened there's been some tantrums by my kids there's been some rescheduling but it has all come to this historic moment in time it is my (laughs) great pleasure and i'm really proud of us i have to say i am uh to it is my pleasure to welcome ian from the Shazbots to the good stuff kids podcast how are you ian I'm doing great. So good to finally talk to you. Yeah, we. Uh, I, I'm going to apologize in full view of anyone or full earshot of anyone <laughs> no. who's listening. We were supposed to have a time scheduled in the books, and I totally whiffed because my daughter was going bananas that night, and it was just not happening. So apologies from me it, it to happens. you. It happens, and you know, like it's legit. I'm the real deal. <laughs> I have got kids <laughs> that tantrum. Um, so you're living it. <laughs> I'm living it. I, I, some would say I'm living the dream. Some would say I'm mm-hmm. not living the dream, but it's fine. Anyway, you cut it. So, so Ian, where, where, where are you right now? Uh, I am in Columbus, Ohio, actually Clintonville, which is a small 
it's not really a suburb. It's still Columbus, but it's like a little neighborhood that we live in, kind of a, a fun little neighborhood, lots of porches, lots of big trees, lots of artists. Um, but yeah, I'm just sitting in the house here at, uh, in Columbus, Ohio. Nice. So I, I have some Columbus experience, mostly in the form mm. of Thurman's, the burger place. Um, of course. That's pretty much famous. it. Famous, famous for burger. <laughs> yeah, it's a great place. So if you're ever in Columbus, you should go check it out. So, so you are, uh, you're, you're living the musician life. I think you, you've got some, some musical background and musical backstory. I'd love to hear from, uh, from you. Like what, what's been your musical journey? Where, where are you coming from, from a music perspective? Well, yeah, I tell you, this is what I do for a living, play music. Um, thankfully, I have a, a wife that helps out with the bills sometimes when, when in the lean months. But, yeah, we do pretty good uh, just playing all kinds of gigs. I play all kinds of music. Obviously, the kids' rock thing is the, the main, our, my main project. But uh, I, uh, I've been around music literally my whole life. My dad was in a pretty popular band around these parts back in the 70s and 80s called Rainbow Canyon. It was a, a country band. They had a pretty big song that was actually on the Billboard charts back in the late 70s called Franklin County Woman, which is kind of about, you know, Franklin County is the county I'm sitting in right now. It's the main Columbus uh, county. So they had this song about it. For some reason, it just really caught on. Radio stations were playing it. They got they got to be pretty pretty big, but you know they decided not to tour because my dad just had me and uh, the other guys are had big jobs, so they just played around here. But like I say, I grew up going to all the gigs I could possibly go to. I love tagging along with my dad as he'd play. You know, not the he'd play a lot of bar stuff, but I wouldn't be allowed in there, obviously. But um, you know, festivals and all this kind of. Uh, stuff i was always hanging out backstage you know just watching the band work and i just caught the bug and i uh he bought me a guitar taught me how to play some chords and i've just been going ever since in one way or another yeah i just uh love it i'm not you know a amazing musician but i consider myself a decent songwriter and front man and stuff and if you could do that, you don't have to play guitar too well. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. enough to get by. Yeah, well, there's there's <laughs> there's a lot more to it, right, than just being able to play some chords. Like there's a there's a degree of showmanship, right? And it sounds like you were able to really sit and watch and learn that piece of it, and that doesn't come easily for everyone. So, who are some of the like some of some of your influences outside of your dad and, and his band, which I think is a, is a mm-hmm. massive in terms of influence and, and rightfully so for you and, you know, for, for those that have been impacted right. by the music. But who are some of the other folks that you, you like looked up to? And I don't want to say modeled your game after, because I think that, you know, that's not necessarily the right question, but just who, who do you mm-hmm. look up to musically? Well, I, uh, I mean, I love all, types of music you know i'm sitting here looking at my record collection it's it's pretty pretty uh, expansive uh maybe too much but uh you know just really any type of music i remember something uh, earlier i gravitated to like like i say outside of my dad's realm of influence which was a lot of country music that i grew up with like merle haggard is big favorite of mine both as a singer songwriter everything um 
But outside of that, one of the earliest things I remember getting into was the Jackson Five, believe it or not. Um, little Michael Jackson, his brothers and all that really grabbed grabbed a hold of me. I'm not sure why, but that's an early remembrance of something my dad didn't hit me to that I just kind of found on my own. But, uh, you know, going forward, uh, when I... I was real into Huey Lewis in the news, still am. <laughs> uh, you know what? Some, I'm, gla- I'm some, glad you said yeah. it. I think more people need to step up and own up to their Huey Lewis fandom. I think it's great. Go for it. That, that's right. Listen, <laughs> this album, you know, I was a fan of them. This album, Sports, it, it, it was mind-blowing. It changed my life. It, you know, a lot of people uh, right around that time of sports. And then he was, you know, back to the future, you know, power of love back in time, you know, they, he couldn't lose mm-hmm. up through four. I, I'm telling you, it is just I'm an obsession of mine. It still is. I, I, I just recently purchased a Huey Lewis in the News uh, picture disc, you know, album of uh, a single from sports, Heart of Rock and Roll. And so I'm still into things like that. You yeah, know? you're deep. People talk about guilt, guilty pleasures, right? <laughs> yes, totally. But I'm not guilty about it. I love it. I put it and I wear it uh, proudly, that badge of Huey Lewis in the news uh, yeah. passion. Awesome. Uh, but so, yeah, stuff like that, that, you know, growing up, growing up with, um, I'm a big fan of Billy Joel as well. His album, The Stranger, I think is a masterpiece. I always say it's one of my favorites along with sports, of course. Um, but, you know, going forward, I, I was looking back on my life and, like, why I've gotten into what I'm into. You know, uh, Shel Silverstein was a huge influence to what I do now. Uh, and just him, because he, you know, besides being an awesome poet, you know, all the, all the books and writer, you know, it's where the sidewalk ends and Light in the Attic and The Giving Tree and all this stuff. Uh, he was an awesome musician and songwriter as well. Another early band my dad had me into was Dr. Hook and the Medicine Show. I don't know if you've heard huh. of that one. Okay, tell me more. Um, they pretty much pretty much every good song they have was written by Shel Silverstein. I don't oh. know how he hooked up with them, but uh, they had a song back in the day called "On the Cover of the Rolling Stone," which was about them trying to get on the cover of that magazine it was written by shell silverstein which ended up getting them on the cover of the rolling stone which is awesome uh but he just wrote a bunch of amazing kind of funny uh interesting songs not all more funny i guess there was a song called sylvia's mother which was just about this dude trying to get in touch with his old flame calling it calling the, the girl's mother i just recommend checking them out but uh like i say him writing songs for that. And he also performed songs too. I've got a few of his records, uh, writing poetry. The dude, you know, did cartoons for Playboy magazine of all things. Like this guy was like a Jack of all trades type yeah. of thing. And yeah. he, he also had an awesome beard and a bald head, which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's more than pretty cool. It's the look of, it's the look of looks. Um, that's right. Yeah, you can't get better. You can't. So that's uh, that's really interesting because not a lot of people point to him as a musical influence. In addition to you sure. know, sort of the writing and the poetry, so that's that's really mm-hmm. really unique and really interesting. Um, cool. So so then you got this this thing you do the the Shazbots. So <laughs> first off, amazing name. Would love to hear how you got to the name the Shazbots and and how we got to. Uh, to this being what you do. 
uh, I was just, yeah, when, when I started, uh, I was looking for something new. This was what, 10 years ago. Now we've just celebrated our 10 year anniversary. Um, so over 10 years ago, I was just looking for something new in my life. I was kind of burnt out on the bar band scene. Um, I just wanted something completely opposite. And I was thinking about kids music because, you know, all of my friends that I, you know, grew up with, went to high school, whatever, huh? college, all that, were starting to have kids. And I was looking at the kids' music at the time of Barney and the Wiggles, and I and I, I found something lacking there. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to talk bad about, I mean, there's people that love that, that's fine, but I was looking for something uh, with, with more heart and honesty and passion and all that kind of stuff that I grew up with, with, uh, you know, the Jim Henson which is another big influence to me, obviously you can't be in the kids music or entertainment world without, without loving what he does. Yeah, um, totally. And to, to harken back to Shel Silverstein ish, Dr. Hook in the medicine show was the influence for the, the Muppet band, Dr. Teeth and the electric mayhem. Oh, my favorite which band. Is a pretty yeah. cool connection. Yeah. yeah really. That's cool. what we always say in our, when we cover some of their songs, we always, I always say this is my favorite band <laughs> in, in the shows that we play. So I was looking for something different. I, I saw the state of kids music. I'm like, let me try and see if what I could come up writing, uh, you know, kids you know songs directly directed towards kids but with an ear toward the parents as well so as we as you probably know your kids grab onto something they want to hear it over and over and over and i wanted parents not to go crazy with an i love you you love me kind of thing so it's kind of right and the the idea would write i always say writing real songs for real kids um because kids like all styles of music you know they like different topics they you know they are just kind of sponges that are sponging up this stuff mm-hmm. and i really i mean at least i was a lot of the stuff i base on myself but it seems to come through as a universal truth um so yeah i sat down and i ended up writing uh, a whole uh, handful of songs just right off the bat they started you know kind of coming and i was kind of got into that zone you know which wasn't too far away from my usual songwriting zone, I guess, you know, just uh, having fun with, with the medium. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I came, I, one of the earliest songs I wrote was called my cat's name is peanut butter. I guess it's still <laughs> called my cat's name is peanut butter. And that became, I mean, that by far is my most popular and requested song I've ever written. So I kind of uh, not just, in the kids world, but, you know, out of bars and stuff, people that know me or have heard of me, you know, request that song. It's, it's hilarious mm-hmm. to play at, in a bar, you know, as well as, you know, at the, at the library. Awesome. Wow. So I was looking, you know, I had a handful of songs. I'm looking at what, what do I do? You know, I don't want to just be Ian Hummel, you know, children's perform. I wanted something more. I wanted, you know, I love bands, obviously watching my dad's band made me partial to that. Um, and of course, Huey Lewis and his news, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, you know, I wanted to kind of create, I'm, I'm into, you know, creating like characters and personas and, and all that. So I kind of came up with this idea of this space traveling space rock band type of, uh, crew is mm-hmm. you know the best way i could say it i needed a name 
in the in uh, back in the seventies, there was a show called Mork and Mindy, mm-hmm. um, starring Robin Williams, and uh, we kind of we I won't say stole, but we borrowed uh, a term a, a word that he used in that to kind of instead of cursing or you know when he was mad, he would say Shazbot, and um, <laughs> we I just always that always struck with me, and you know kind of that funny outer space alien vibe and that's kind of what i wanted to get across in this fun Mm -hmm. outer space kind of weirdness and so we added another z in the middle of it and put an s on the end and now you have the shaz bot and there it is yeah which i just like i said i thought was a fun word you know it it kind of looks fun too with the two z's in there and it's got bots on there which reminds me of robots obviously which we talk about Mm -hmm. in our show and our albums and stuff Mm-hmm. And there, and then I started putting the band together, and then there we have it. We had our crew, we had our songs, and we just immediately started gigging out anywhere we could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you, so you, you in the band, you go by Captain Captain, yeah. That's right. Right. My and name is Captain, and I'm also the captain of the ship. So, so you I are kind of yeah, that was the fun Captain way to go. Captain, absolutely. And there's um. So there's, you know, there's, there's, there's members of the band. There's Watts Watson. There's Navigator yes. Scopes. There's Professor yes. Swiss Vanderburton, and then there's Luna yeah. Stardust. And all of these people, I I know, are integral parts to the band. But I think that what people need to know about, and what I want to know about specifically, is the role of uh-huh. Space Chicken in the band. <laughs> <laughs> well, we call him our mascot and uh, chief shenanigans starter on the spaceship you know mm-hmm. um i have backstory to all you know the whole universe the all the characters have a backstory and relatives and you know this that and the other um we did a we made a uh episode of a, pi- a pilot episode of a tv show a few years ago mm-hmm. um that's on amazon now you can watch it for free amazon prime called we're the Shazbots, and it was just kind of to explore more of the world that i had built in my mind, at least, you know, all those years ago, I finally got around to kind of visualizing it, making sets and all this. And Space Chicken plays a big part in kind of the, the shenanigans Professor gets into. He's kind of his lab assistant as well. Uh-huh. Uh, Professor Switz Vanderburton is the science officer. He's got a laboratory and he's not very good at science but he he does learn he does learn lessons <laughs> that's that's a, reassur- does, a reassuring trait in a scientist is not being very good at science yeah but he right, does learn but he does learn scientist. yeah totally he does learn yeah okay so, yeah space chicken is also in real life i mean real life quote unquote <laughs> he's a puppet that that we have uh that we build ourselves you know he's got a dome helmet on at all times and he uh, speaks in, you know, clucks, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's... The, <laughs> and he the... loves to sing as well. Well, good. So the, the the TV show, you won a few Emmys, is that right? That's correct. We won a few regional Emmys, uh-huh. but and I'll Emmys, be honest with in, you. In my look, mind, an Emmy is an Emmy. And that's what I want to get across, yes. And yeah. They look, feel, and everything like a real Emmy award. We have them, you know, the medal. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and you said the to, show's... To a, have that, we... Sure. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and you said the show, is, we can find it. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Great. 
Um, we're the Shazbots is the name of it. Yeah. Like I said, it was a pilot episode. We were shopping around. We're still interested in doing more, but you know, it's, it all comes down to money in this world, you know? Yes, I do. And, uh, <laughs> it costs a lot to, to build it. We did a Kickstarter campaign, uh, and raised, you know, over $20,000 to make the show. Mm-hmm. People believing in us and we built these awesome sets and it was just a great world, a creative world even behind the scenes to be in, you know, whenever we were down there having meetings and stuff. Yeah. It was just so awesome to see these sets of our space Winnebago. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. The space Winnebago. So yeah, we're real proud of that. Emmy awards, all that. Mm -hmm. So great behind the scenes team. Yes, absolutely. So, well, I encourage everyone to go check that out. Um, And captain captain, there's a new record called Lightspeed that just came out. And um, this is a a totally unfair question. <laughs> I know, but okay, um, but ready. but maybe just tell tell us about a couple of your favorite songs on it, and what we can expect when we hear them. Well, this is our third album. Um, we really went into this like we do most. You know, the other albums were just kind of pushing the boundaries of you know, family, children's music is the idea here. We want to, you know, this one's even farther, you know, into the rock world, you know, it's like how, how loud and gritty can the amps get before it's too much? You know what I mean? I just Uh wanted to make a really rocking and fun album, which is what I want to do with all of them. But this one, like I said, we really kind of push the, our, our boundaries, you know, our perceived boundaries to, make children's music and um we uh like i said some a lot of these songs have we've been playing live for a while um again it costs money to make records everybody knows that's that and uh this one we i really wanted to put out on uh vinyl as well mm-hmm. um and we're real excited about that part of this project um obviously uh, teaching kids, not teaching, but kind of talking about music and art and creativity is one of our passions, what we talk about on the TV show and in our live shows. And I really think the vinyl listening experience is like the perfect way to consume music, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the art of the album combined with the art of the music and you're looking at the album and you're listening and 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 just really engaged in the listening. It's not all in, in the background. It's you're sitting there and listening. And that's kind of what I wanted to do with this, you know, with the vinyl version of it. Uh, I, I've been in a lot of record stores. There's not a lot of children's family type albums out there. I see a lot of parents come in with kids, you know, that are getting back into vinyl and the, they want to get the kids in. And, and there's just not much out there because all the, the old kids records are really beat up because right. we didn't treat them right as kids. But so that was another big uh, thing, big push with this new record that we were thinking about the vinyl right off the bat and making the album art amazing. Our artist, Joel Jackson, who was one, one, you know, one, one of the Emmys for production design on the TV show, mm-hmm. the album, see it on our website and on our, book and everything and it's amazing gatefold packaging it's got a printed inner sleeve with bricks and it's yellow vinyl and it's like we just went all in digital download it's like every everything you could want in a piece of vinyl yeah 
So getting back to your original question, though, <laughs> songs on the album. I'm sorry. I, no, I, it's it's um, it's it's real. But like the the point is yeah. that yeah. you take it really seriously. And and the point is that you're not just, you know, going in and recording, but this is truly something that you do for yourself, right? Like, and that I, and that's not in a selfish way. It's just that there are a lot of people like you, right? And I count myself among them. Like, I don't collect mm-hmm. vinyl because I think that for me personally, that would be a super slippery slope and I just don't have the funds for it. <laughs> but um, but I think that like to to put that, love into what you're creating is hugely important and it shows the the pride that you have in it so i don't want to undersell that and i don't want to just leave that hanging out there but i think that like you know talking about the color of the vinyl that you use like it's yellow like for people who collect vinyl and people who know about vinyl they're like you put some thought into that and that's a really uh you you, i want to commend you for for doing that and thank you so yeah, I don't want it to I go. I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, but that is exactly that is all exactly right. Like, I'm a record lover, and this is what I even if I, you know, I don't I don't particularly I don't have kids. I, I I go out and play for the kids and you know have fun with the kids. But even not being in this industry, I I wanted it to be so good that anybody could buy it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have kids, you don't you know, listen to kids music, but this is still got something for you in the mm-hmm. art of the vinyl or the packaging. And I think the music kind of is universal as well, in my opinion, like mm-hmm. adults Definitely. can be into it and I've seen it. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to push all my cards in the table because I've never made a piece of vinyl for my, any of my projects. And I really wanted to do this for this one, for the kids, for parents, for the families to listen to together. So it's awesome. We went all in, man. Yeah, you sure did. Yeah, it cost a lot of money. <laughs> it, I bet it did. Vinyl, yeah, vinyl is an expensive endeavor. Yes, sure. yes. Slippery. And I learned that. Slippery. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm, a, I'm sure to produce, it's a whole di- like that's a whole different podcast, I think, um, which I would kind of like to right. do at some point. But uh, so, okay, so so tell me about some of the songs. Highlight a couple for us. Um, we kick it off with a, a song we've been playing for a long time called On the Playground, which is just, I think, one of our more rocking, rocking songs. It just, uh, you know, we talk about just all the fun things you could do on the playground. It's just a fun song that we get kids kind of dancing to to the actions of what they would be doing. You know, we talk about swinging on swing sets, so they have a you know, there's a verse about that and they're kind of swinging or climbing on jungle gyms and all this. It's just kind of a fun participation one and just a song that goes over well that we've been wanting to put on there. So we're putting on an album. Mm-hmm. So we've got that on there. Um, I'm trying to think of what some of the songs that, you know, people have really gravitated to. Uh, there's another song about a uh, third grade kid with a giant handlebar mustache. <laughs> Of like um, most third Beauregard. Grade. Oh, like, like most, most third. Grade. Yeah, right. Totally. <laughs> uh huh. Beauregard Ogilvy Balderdash, the only third grade with a handlebar mustache. Is that song? It's a <laughs> a fun one too. It's got like a fun Bo Diddley type of beat, you know, mm-hmm. with the with the toms and everything. It's a fun one. Get people clapping too, and just the image of it just makes me laugh thinking about it. Can't wait to shoot that video. Yeah. We've got the mustache bought already, a giant, the biggest mustache I could find. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, 
but one that a lot of people surprisingly gravitated uh, to is a song that we've never really played out. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time people have been hearing it, and it's called I Think I Lost My Dinosaur. And it's kind of a, a you know, it's a more a quieter song. It's, uh, you know, it's still fun, but it's, um, especially on our version that we came up with on the album, it's kind of out of like a techno, not a techno, that's a terrible word, like a, almost like a video game type of beat uh-huh. going on, you know, like a, 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 like a keyboard beat, like a Casio keyboard sure, beat. Sure. And then my guitar playing a little riff. And a lot of people have really responded to that. I mean, who doesn't love dinosaurs though? Yeah. Um, but I think the feel of it, and I think it's, you know, the catchiness of it, that's a song a lot of people have said they liked and you see it kind of on the streaming and you know what people are listening to and all that kind of stuff awesome great so yeah that's another it's it like i say interesting that it's a song that we haven't played so people don't know you know people don't know it very well Mm -hmm. and it shows another side it sounds like yeah right Mm -hmm. so we're working it up to play in the band it's 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 a tough one for me to play as i said i'm not a guitar player i'm able to do it in the studio with overdubs but oh, yeah. playing it live and singing it, I'm going to have to have the professor who's also the guitar lead guitar player learn it. <laughs> okay. Well, that's what professors are for. They put in the time. Um, so, exactly. <laughs> so it sounds like there's some videos in the works. What else is uh, coming down the pipeline for the Shazbots? Um, like I say, we're just uh, promoting this album as much as possible. We've got it at all kinds of stores around, around here. We've got a, a national... This distributor, uh, Burnside Distribution, that's getting it out there to other other places around the country. <clears throat> we uh, every every summer we're we're real busy, you know, all the outdoor festivals, and uh, we tour libraries all over the state mm-hmm. um, promoting summer reading. You know, the summer reading clubs at libraries, and that has been a a passion project of ours, and as well, you know, because reading is fundamental. There was a whole thing about it back when I was growing up. Um, <laughs> yes, it, yes, it, it still is. is. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, just, uh, so that's going to, you know, we always have busy summers. That's a good way to promote our album as well. There's a song on the album that we have wrote for back when we were first doing library tours um, called Re- read a book today that I, think you know we're going to get it out to a bunch of libraries and get get that going as well that's another popular one mm-hmm. um but yeah that's that's our summer is just playing as many places as we can we've uh, got some, a few festivals here in town and uh like the columbus arts festival things like this like i say libraries all over we're finishing up uh, three different music videos we have in the works right at the moment with a couple more on the way so we're kind of shifting gears from the TV show for, you know, the video side of things for the visual side of things. We're Mm -hmm. kind of switching to music videos and trying to get those up Um, on the playgrounds. One of them, we've uh, got one going for a song called snow day, believe it or not, even, Mm -hmm. even though it's in the the snow is gone. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully I thought it'd be fun to put that out in the, the dead hottest summer with, with because the song has kind of got a beach boise kind of vibe is what i was going for so nice i thought it'd be fun to sing a song about snow day like in august so that's <laughs> what we've got on our plates 
Nice. We don't do anything regular. We like to do it weird. Yeah, no, I, and I love that. So, so what's the best way or ways for uh, for us? Ways spelled with a Z, but not like the app, like a W A Y. Oh, forget it. I tried. What can you say? I tried. Uh, what's the best? What are the best ways to uh, to keep up with the Shazbots and everything that you got going on? Um. Obviously, we've we've got a website, theshazbots.com, all one point there. We just did a re, revamp on that. Our uh, One of our producers, Matt Hubbard, Emmy-winning producer, uh, did that. He's integral, like I say, the behind-the-scenes team as well as the band. Are, I can't say enough about I couldn't do any of this without the team that I have. Mm-hmm. Now, getting back to how people can find us, the website is a great way we have obviously a facebook page we have instagram our i love doing instagram because just the visuals are fun to put up yeah uh and those i mean those three are probably the best ways to uh keep up with what we're doing um we post post a bunch we have events all kinds of good stuff so great awesome um I'm not I'm not as adept at Twitter, so that's that's kind of fallen by the wayside. But yeah, yeah, I understand Instagram in my old age. That's good. It's good. It's good. To, it's good to know the one that works for you, right? It's totally good to know the one that works for you. Exactly. Because I try to mess with the, the Facebook. One I have fun with. Yeah, the one you have fun with: Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter. And I find that I don't understand yes. any of them. But that's not the point. Uh, the point <laughs> is that the Shadsbots have amazing things going on, and I loved hearing your passion for it, hearing your passion for the project, passion for the music, the passion for all sides mm-hmm. of it, the, the visual side, the storytelling side, the musical side. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really, uh, it's really cool to hear. So um, I want to thank you for your time. And again, I'm thank s- you. just amazingly glad we were able to pull this off. It feels like a, it feels <laughs> we, like a really strong thing we just did here. That's right. That we, it's called stick to and we did it <laughs> and we finally were able to talk and I'm happy that you, you that you like the music and like what we're doing here. That means a lot 100%. coming from a coming from a professional like you. You uh, only do the good stuff. It's right there in true. the podcast it's name. True. It's right there. It's certified <laughs> so bona fide. Totally counting it. Uh, totally count it. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Ian. Thanks so much. Thanks to Ian from the Shazbots. Thanks to you for listening. Check out those Shazbots. They're great. You're going to love what they do. So, you know, let's hear these drums. Boom. That's a pretty good one, huh? Pretty good build. Pretty good build. And now here is the song that you've been waiting for since the very beginning of the show on the playground by the Shazbots from their brand new album, Lightspeed. Thanks for listening. Have a tremendous rest of your week. I'm going swinging on the swing set. I'm going swinging on the swing set. Just wait till you see how high I get. I'm swinging on the swing set. Yeah. I'm going climbing on the jungle gym. I'm going climbing on the jungle gym. I'll meet you at the top with all my friends. I'm climbing on the jungle gym. I'm hopping scotch. I'm tailoring ball. I'm squaring four. And that ain't all. And if you want to hang around with me, on the playground's 
I'm going spinning on the merry-go-round. Yeah, I'm the best spinner in this whole town. I'm spinning on the merry-go-round. <laughs> I'm hanging on the monkey bar. Just hanging on the monkey bar. Just hanging right here, I'm not getting very far. I'm hanging on the monkey bar. I'm hopping scotch, I'm tethering ball, I'm squaring four, and that ain't all. And if you want to hang around with me, on the playground's where I'll be. I'm going up on the seesaw, I'm going down on the seesaw. Yeah, up and down, and that's about all. I'm riding that old seesaw. I'm gonna slide down the tunnel slide. I'm gonna slide down that tunnel slide. Just gonna lean back and enjoy the ride. I'm sliding down that tunnel slide. I'm hopping scotch, I'm tailoring ball. Stuff.